This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, everybody? You got Aaron Stanger here. And before we start today's episode, we want to talk to you about uh, a hot sponsor we got for the show called Athletic Greens. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh, very exciting to be partnered with Athletic Greens. We feel like the cool kids. Oh, yeah. Never cooler, honestly. Never cooler. <laughs> Never cooler. Uh, Athletic Greens, um, it's part of my routine. I take it every day. Uh, one scoop of Athletic Greens, I put it in ice cold, crystal clear spring water. Um, I videotape myself doing it so I can post it on Instagram. I want everybody to see what I'm up to. That's right. That's the one thing he does on Instagram. It's his main thing. Living that healthy lifestyle. Yep. Um, I don't want to be burdened by taking a bunch of pills and supplements and, uh, I need, I want it all. I want a one-stop shop and I get that with athletic greens. Um, hey, so in this one scoop of athletic greens, this thing I was talking about, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. So that's why Stinger's loving this stuff. Yep. It's all that, that stuff all is blended together and the ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, your focus, aging, all the things, guys, all the things you want from your supplement regime, um, your routine. Uh, and I like, look, I like the taste. Tastes good. Yeah, it, it actually tastes, does. We said it's a new taste category um, of healthy and delicious somehow at the same time. Yeah. And it tastes like you're, you know, better than your friends that don't take athletic greens, you know? <laughs> uh, it contains less than one gram of sugar um, with high quality ingredients so that your body um, can absorb all the good stuff and you're not getting any nasty GM GMOs or chemicals or uh, any crap with it. Um, and it's got a lot of benefits. Um, it's going to help you. It's going to support better sleep quality and recovery. Um, and it's, you know, something that you can do every single day for your health. That's very minimal, minimal impact. So even if I miss a workout or I don't stretch like I want to, I know if I'm taking a scoop of the athletic greens, I'm doing something for myself every day. Right. That kind of keeps, you know, what? it kind of mentally keeps you on track, um, too. Yeah. Like you're always on like, kind of like a healthy, uh, keeping the healthy momentum going. Yeah, that's how I feel and stay healthy on trips because they have these cute little travel packs that you just throw in your carry-on and you can, no matter what kind of continental breakfast you're dealing with, you can make sure that you have your greens with you ready to go, which I think has saved me on a lot of trips. I, You know, it's one of those things I want to send to my most unhealthy friend, like the person that can't really figure out yep. their diet, like what to do. Send them athletic greens. We'd be like, don't change anything else. Just, just add this in. Just add this in and see what it does for you. It's cost you less than three bucks a day. Aaron's yep. spending way more than that <laughs> on cold brew. Yeah. Okay. Way more like <laughs> scary amounts on your cold brew. I know, especially now because they charge you for oat milk. Anyway, you guys, right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. 
So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, Let's start the episode. Down, certified personal trainer and <laughs> pressure washer extraordinaire. <laughs> this is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and amateur orator. Well, you found us, uh, the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Hey, Dumbs. Let's get dumbbells. Uh, nice. Nice. I feel like you've done something about pressure washing before, but... Uh, really? Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe you've just told me about it a lot. I, I definitely... It looks it. like Mike Wazowski. You know the guy from Toy Story? No. I think I know from Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Sorry. So we have a cardboard cutout of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris that we had at our pool party 20... 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think go, you were invited. Didn't go, didn't see. <clears throat> yeah. But we still have them in our garage. It makes us laugh because when we open the garage, they're just there. Yeah. And it just it brings us a little joy. Then now I have Mike Wazowski right below them. And so it's like becoming a little home alone situation <laughs> where oh, cool. we're being protected by by the three of them. By and the I standees. Really by the that. cardboard standees. Yeah. So uh, sorry if I've brought it up before, you know, in the intro. No, 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 I no, hope, no. You know, you, no one's you, paying attention, you know? You may have, you may or not. And I don't, I mean, I guess I technically get paid to speak, so I'm not really amateur, but it doesn't matter. Um, I just wanted to say that. And okay, so for the <laughs> folks, for the folks keeping score at home, this is a fitness movie review. We do do them, you know, once or every once in a month while. or two. Yeah. And uh, so we are doing the t- 2022 film Hustle uh, currently on Netflix. So if you have a Netflix subscription, you can watch Hustle. It stars Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah. Uh, ooh, I'm going to butcher this guy's last name who plays Bo Cruz. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, maybe. Hernan Gomez? Hernan Gomez, I think, um, Ben Foster, uh, and then a whole slew of, uh, NBA players and NBA personalities, uh, yeah. directed by, uh, Jeremiah Zagar. Um, and, uh, yeah, so getting really good reviews. It's Aaron's pick. I hadn't seen it. Uh, I wanted to watch it though. Cause I am a Sandler fan and we will get to that a little bit later. Um, if you like these kind of movie ones, you can listen back. We've covered, uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis, oh, yeah. John Travolta movie. Perfect. We've done so the fun. figure skating, cutting edge movie, um, uh, kind of rom-com 
I don't know, sports movie, <laughs> cutting edge. And then we've also done yes. Flashdance. Flashdance. Was that the one was with the maniac? Maniac. That's, that's the one with the, the maniac. Oh, yeah. I need to make a reel of that one because that will get us lots of views because her butt is going crazy. <laughs> I think my dogs even were like, what? <laughs> like they were watching TV on that. It was very funny. The dog, yeah. Because uh, there's also a dog in that one. That there is a dog it, with it, the bizarro funny, bark. Yes, the bizarro barks. So that's what got my dogs interested. And then that maniac dance is what kept them locked in. Yeah. How could it? It gets every, it's, it crosses all species. It doesn't <laughs> it matter does, what, it you, does. what you are. It doesn't matter. Uh, birds enjoy it. Lizards, uh, amphibians. Uh, Interesting on how you got that data, but you know. <laughs> We'll, we'll uh, circle back on that. <laughs> but yeah, we I'm like just, doing these. This feels like a little brain break, right? Yeah, so it's we're coming off of Macro Month, which was um, very information heavy for Aaron and me. Pretty ambitious. Uh, yeah, really, and, uh, really went for it. People liked it. I mean, I also feel like we... Uh, we kind of were fishing a little bit out there and people were like, it's ac- it actually was good. You know, we got, a Oh, lot we of fished. Yeah, we fished. And in fact, someone just commented saying that they really think you should talk about, talk more about how, um, you know, the emotional side of things, you know, you got kind of, you know, personal on the last one. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like I often bring up, uh, dealing with being old a lot, but uh, you know, uh, <sighs> Often and a lot, I put those together in the same sentence. Uh, that's good. But uh, okay. your brain is, you know, deteriorating. It is. Uh, so definitely past my prime. Um, but uh, yeah, so we we got into all kinds of stuff. Uh, check out Macro Month if you want some information. And we'll do we'll do another information month where we'll interview some experts. Uh, maybe uh, maybe offload some of the uh, the heavy lifting yeah. to uh, some other folks. And younger, more in their prime people. <laughs> uh, any, uh, we, so we kind of had our final thoughts last week on macro month, you know, anything else knocking around your brain in regards to all that, Aaron, your, your current percentages, what you're going to do moving forward or anything that's surprised or you felt enlightened by? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> a shitty question because we literally just recorded that episode and this one you know we are banking no. for the, the for the week and so it is that we literally just had an hour-long episode where we talked about that exclusively so you know no it's it's absolutely not a bad question i just don't have any updates so <laughs> as they come they i'm sure they'll come I, I i still am trying to eat less fats that has stayed um but it is annoying because i love I love them. So what's that's where we're yeah, at. It's, it's king macro for you. We got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah we know yeah, how much yeah, you, yeah, we yeah. know how much you love fat. Uh, where are you right now with the scale? Like, how is that going? You know, I threw it out the freaking sunroof <laughs> of my car. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's, I, I would say I, I have not gained weight and I have like, I've maybe lost a pound. But so you're not I, necessarily on a downtrend, but you've you've capped off. You were feeling like you were free falling a little bit, and that's yes, definitely yes. stopped. Okay, that's yes, good. That has stopped, and I I do think that that has made me feel a little more just steady. And I know, like, I still have a, a female body. They shift 
things change with the wind. But I would say for the most part, the last like few weeks, I've maintained the same weight mm-hmm. and I haven't been doing as like, I tried to do like a three or 400 calorie deficit or cut from what I was doing. And I was just like kind of getting mean. I was just getting really hungry and mean. And I was like, okay, maybe I don't need to be so drastic. So I just like brought it back. So now my deficit is only just like 150 to 200 calories. So Mm -hmm. it will be a little bit slower of a process, but I think it's more manageable for where I'm at in my life. What's the meanest thing you've ever done to somebody? (laughs) You don't seem, you you seem like you don't have a a mean bone in your body. Is that insulting to say to somebody? Well, this is what I, I'm not trying to diminish you. Okay. No, but I'm kind of proud of this. Okay. Well, someone was mean to me and I was kind of mean back. So this is what happened. You want this story? Yeah. Okay. So we, we lived at an apartment building in Hollywood. Okay. Very like, uh, just like in the heart of Hollywood, kind of like cr- the craziest people even lived in this apartment building. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. It had a parking structure down below. So Jason would park sometimes double, like double spots, which you're allowed to do if you have a handicap placard and there's no handicap spots available. Right. There are tons of parking spots in this area. There's not like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Right. So someone left three insane notes on our car that were like calling us like, like, Awful things, awful things. We have our handicap placard up too. It was just like the craziest situation. So I took these, I took these little letters and I saved them. And the day we, so then also Jason and I worked really hard with the building and they, we, they gave us a handicap spot like the, on the level below. So, okay. So they did that because they were like, oh, we're getting harassed. So I put these letters on a big poster and I drew arrows to like the notes. And then I wrote my own note that was like, thanks to these notes, we were able to get a handicapped parking spot down on the, you know, whatever floor. Um, sounds like you might need it at some point. Uh, XOXO. And I left it hanging in the garage. And I am like, this is like six months. Like I did not, I just yeah. held on to them like a little freak. And I did it. I wanted to find who the person was. I was like looking in cars to look for this. Like it was a green notebook paper. And I was like, I'm going to find this person. Yeah, <laughs> I never did. Lucky for them. Uh, so anyways, I hope that they kind of were embarrassed and somebody... Uh, I hope they saw it is what basically what I'm saying. Yeah. They, is that sure. mean or is no. that like vindictive? No, it's neither. It's, um, you asserted yourself it's, and it's, you, it involved justice and, um, and righteous, yes. righteous vengeance, which I think everybody's a fan of. Um, and then also the, the amount of time now, you know, the saying revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that I mean, it's a true that it's a saying. I think it's up, it's up for interpretation whether or not you think it's it's leg- actually true. But I think that if I'm interpreting the meaning that it's like it, it's the best when you wait a little, like when it's not, you know, it's not like in the moment to where you get your vengeance on this. Like you see him writing it, it's like yeah. no, you held on to these fucking notes. You yep. made a you made a uh, you know 
a change in the actual building and then you you know shamed this person because they were you're like look motherfucker it's because we're trying to get a chair up to this car you fucking asshole yeah not, that's yeah i know and then at one point they even said i have a hard time walking to the like to the elevators and i was like then you of all people should understand why we need like if someone parks right next to Jason's car, he can't get in can't it. it. That's it. That's the and end so, of it. And yeah. that's the end of it. He has to sit there and wait till that person comes down. So anyways, I was like, this person, this person actually might need this, like actually might need it anyways. But that I felt really mean and it felt awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so, more, eh. that's, you know, that's more than like, you know, you, somebody cutting you off and then you fucking scream at them and then you get up yeah. to them and it's like a hundred year old man and you're like, Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, all right. Maybe. Uh, I, I definitely am not, I don't immediately react. I like to see what a, like a traffic situation. I like to see what they're doing. Are they always doing this to people or was it me? Yeah. I, like, but I am very, I'll, I'll, maybe I do like that saying revenge is best served cold. Cause it is like a little more shock. I I don't know if that's, and I think it feels better too on the, the, um, the revengers and, and, you know, but I don't know if that's what that meaning means. Uh, You know, I don't know. That's just my interpretation of it. Uh, Any of you literary heads out there want to correct me? (laughs) Correction on the hustle movie review episode uh, <laughs> oh god that will be just lay low on this one let's let's that'll be my no, no, i want it <laughs> i want it i want all the all right you want this one i'll i'll give you that i took stanger, macro month that was my hope stanger moronically mentioned uh revenge of the dish best or cult Uh, revenge is a bet dish best serve cold that almost sounds like um alan rickman in Oh, it's Sna- Snape, Mister mm-hmm. yeah. Potter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure I'm mean to my husband, and he probably has a different story. Uh, but that's what I'll say. Is is Snape too mean for too long? <laughs> it, but uh, but the payoff little, is worth it. What was the payoff again? I can't even fucking remember. The he actually was protecting him the whole protecting time. Protecting him, and he was in love with his mother. Oh, that's right. Lily and Potter. he didn't get her, you know, the, like the fuck boy got him, which was, you know, James or whatever. <laughs> you watch fuck boy Island? Uh, no, but I love Nikki Glazer. Yeah. It's, it's, she's the host, right? Yeah. And she's, she's, she's got great so arms this season. Oh, she's does been she? working out. Yeah. She's yeah. in great, always in great shape, but she's so funny. I think she's the funniest comedian right now. She, she nails it on that show too. And I will say the women, they love the F boys. It's like, they're always like, sorry. It's like the nice guys are always gone. What are, are the F boys better looking or what's going on there? No, they just have, they have game cause they're constantly running through women, you know? So it's just, it's and nice guys you- sit back and kind of wait and F boys, they, if they're waiting, it's because they're, they're, they have a plan. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're saving the notes and they're going to yeah. post them in the parking garage. <laughs> I E absolutely meaning get sex, but right. You know, you, I. You know, e. how, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so when you watch this, do you understand and agree with the girl's pick? Like I get it based on how everything went down. I would pick the F boy too, or mm. can you not ignore all the um, perspective that you have as a viewer because you get to see everything? Right. So you get to see more. And so you get to see the F boys like talk about the women and it is not Mm. It, like I really wonder if like there's one couple that came out of this last one where I was like I wonder if when she saw the show if she was able to stay with him because I don't think that was the right choice yeah there's so. also I mean they're picking a certain kind of girl because just based on the little bit of what I see you know s- some of these gentlemen seem to almost be wearing costumes and it's like, so you gotta, you gotta bring on people that want, you know, that like, I want a guy wearing a fucking costume, you know, that's yes. Yeah. yeah. There are like, there's like they're, covered in accessories and like, yes. He's, and he's so like many earrings, 22 years old. And it's like, it can't be a good sign. Like clearly this guy is not this. It's yeah. not like he is. It's not like this guy has a Roth IRA and is, you know, taking <laughs> right. care of finances and stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. He's got 18 bracelets and 22 earrings and that's yeah. we haven't even gone to the necklaces there's so right. much and now, like a, six roommates in a nissan xterra and stuff and it's like but hey you know he's wearing a jumpsuit <laughs> right. or something you're like okay well i guess that's yeah. i will say in this season there was a such a boring date that they did a cut away and it says the rest of the date was so boring, like it was on the screen, that we are just going to do a segment for abs. So then it cuts to all of the guys on the show and them like coming out of the water, them doing like a walk, they're doing like push-ups, pull-ups. Like it's, it is truly hilarious. So, you know, if you want to oh. see some abs, go, go through, you know? Do you find the guys hot on the show or are they too no. kind? They're overproduced, right? Overproduced, I mean, even- yeah. Even like as a, <laughs> were we talking about this on air or off air where I qualify myself as like the heteronormative? <laughs> oh yeah, this is off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I yeah. just, I just, cause I don't want to like, just put this out there. Like this is the normal thing, but just as like a, a heterosexual heteronormative guy or whatever, um, like what I'm into and like, who cares what I'm into, but you guys are tuning into the show. Like, I don't like it if the, the, when women look to all this, you know, like plucked and all the same, you know, like, um, yeah, kind of cookie cutter or something. Yeah. Like hair, listen, and women should just do whatever they want that whatever makes them feel good and confident and happy. Who gives a fuck what guys think at all. But if anybody did, I would say that like, um, I would say For like, you, yeah, this is what you like. Yeah. It's cl- like a, uh, like a wild stallion, like look like, you know, just, or like a wild well, mare or whatever, you know, there, I would say there's one girl on this that I feel like would be considered a wild mare, but <laughs> I would say it's, if you, you got to watch it cause I don't want to give it away, but it is interesting. Yeah. Cause, but you know what I'm talking about? Like there's definite, I feel like there's pressure for all sexes or, or whatever, yeah. all genders and types to look this kind of like groomed manicured yeah we and it's almost like plastic or something you know beyond even just surgery or whatever just how you look is just kind of like i, I don't know it's it's strange. i know but the pressure is real like yeah, i yeah. i was like 
I realized I was like, oh, I'm watching too many of these shows because now I want lip injections. And that's the one thing I said I would never do because it immediately makes your face look so wacky to me. Like it changes from like normal into cartoon or like just Instagram filter. And I was like, "Uh oh, I've been watching too many of these shows because now lip fillers look normal. Yeah, you start to, your brain just adjusts. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, you know, I might get lip fillers eventually. I, I'm not going to judge myself early, but, you know, it is it is a lot of manicuring. I think yeah. that's, like, for me, that's when I, when I look at these, the guys on that show, I'm just like, what's, what are you, just like, don't put gel in your hair. Just one day. Let's just see you without gel one day. What yeah. does it look like? You normal? Or are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. Um. So I would say that's where I'm like, uh, I see like the manicured side of things where you're like, oh, I just rather have it be normal. I think, yeah. And if people want to, um, you know, get some, uh, get some help, some surgical aid or fillers or all that kind of stuff. I think that there's something to be said about working with the right kind of, um, I don't know, whoever's going to administer to it to where you can keep whatever essence that makes you unique. Cause I mm-hmm. think that there's yeah. like, there's this kind of like stock of things you can get like, okay, you can get this, these lips and this kind of thing. And then everybody just kind of starts to look like the same, like it's mm-hmm. all the yeah. same, you know, it's like, okay, you got those lips there and you got that and you got, and it's just all, and like yeah. you, you lose. So when, whenever you see somebody that's kind of unique or just, you know, looks, I don't know different or them like themselves it's always a really compelling or attractive because it's <laughs> like wow yeah it's like wow you're interesting Holy just because you look like a human yeah um but i will say well the guys in hustle i don't mean to get there early but the guys in hustle like the main guy i was like okay he's cute and normally i'm like i don't think like well, movie guys are cute well, that's where we kind of see it. I think is like why uh, people are really drawn to athletes because they're, you know, they're they're playing different by different rules. So their beauty standards change, and you get to see, oh, this is just somebody. This is just a young person that's maximizing their potential because they're they're taking care of themselves, and there yeah. is some there is some youth on their side too. But yeah, yeah. but like yeah, you watch like the Olympics or something, and you see, you know. I don't know, distance runners or you see track and field people or whatever, you know, whatever the sport is swimmers. And you think, wow, beautiful, you know, because it's, it's not like uh, it's not dieted. It's not, you know, there's no, there's no freaky nutrition stuff where they're trying to get as freaky lean as possible. It's just like, no, what do I need to do to run the fastest? So, you know, you get to like, I maybe like trigger something in us primally to where we're like, oh, this is, this is the a perfect mate because they were like, you know. Yeah, in perfect shape without perfect being shape. on the other side of it. Yes. They're not hacking. They're not doing nutrition hacks or anything. It's just right. they're eating purely for performance. Um, so uh, should we get into the movie a little bit? Sure. This is yeah. so, it's so tricky to talk about people's appearances and um, – Mm, yeah. And having judgment, all that stuff, because it's like, I don't know. I think that like, we're all, I can maybe assuage some of my guilt is that I'm just, I'm 
it's personal. Like, so what I, I think everybody has like a personal thing that they're into or that they look at or that they notice. And I think, you know, I'm never judging an individual. It's more society and the trends and, and me trying to figure out like what's happening here, you know, like why, 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 why do we end up at this place? And I would never like call an individual out and say like, Oh, this, what did you do to yourself? I will. (laughs) I will. Um, the entire friends reunion. Good God. Yeah, that was a little but dicey. I, what I is, what, say, the one thing was Matthew Perry with he, something weird happened to his teeth or face or something. Like he looked, yeah. there was something crazy. Like, like, like years of hard drugs probably. <laughs> but he did, he get like new teeth or something. Oh, he probably did. Like, maybe, you know, I, I mean, all of those people have so much money that yeah. they could truly rebuild their their entire body with new parts. I and think it does, Lisa Kudrow looked great. She looked the most human, and I am a <laughs> huge fan of all of them. And yeah. I was, uh, I think everybody I was is. so upset. And um, and Joe and um, I was going to say Joey Lawrence, but that's not the guy. What's his <laughs> no, name? that's Matt uh, LeBlanc. He's, he's getting a divorce, I think. Um, yeah, Matt LeBlanc. He. he I think he looked okay, but he still had work done that was kind of wonky. LeBlanc did. I oh, thought I'm he sure. was like he was like more like a, he looked more like a teddy bear or something. Like he was a little like kind of just a little fatter. Yeah, like silver haired and um, I, yeah. I but know. he, I'm like he. Uh, maybe he just had one of those crazy ass facials, but his face was. It's just different, or maybe it's just age, and that's just how he aged, and he looks different than when he was a kid. I don't know. Um, it is jarring when you're, you know, you're used to watching all these reunion or reruns and shit. And then you see the people now and you're like, Holy fucking shit. (laughs) Uh, we went to see the ghostbusters movie when it came out, the newest ghostbusters Mm -hmm. and they show the ghostbusters at the end, like the original cast and Uh stone stone did not like it. He was like, Oh my God. Like what? This is too much. Like what? What like is? They're that? too old. Like, yeah. I can't. I can't see him like this. He's like I fucking stressed him out because he's watched the original <laughs> movie so many times. He's like, whoa, what is this? And like those guys aren't doing anything, so they're they're full right. on rumpled. They're just old. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I appreciate that though. It fucking um, stressed him out. Something that I did watch that, that talks about. Um, what you were talking about, like with the trends and it's that documentary on Hulu called angels and demons. It's about like the Victoria's secret, uh, like kind of like how it started, what it was like in the early two thousands. And it was really fascinating because, and I'm not done with it. So I, it has just like kind of gotten into Jeffrey Epstein stuff and I didn't really see Wow. He was involved with Victoria's secret. Yes, yeah, so he um Jesus. he was like the 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 main guy that started like the Victoria's Secret that we know now. Les Wex Wexler, I think was his name. I might be saying his last name a little weird cuz I always say it a little weird. Um but he was like had and they're like kind of tra- trying to talk about it a little bit on the documentary, but it's like that they were like very good friends, but then Jeffrey Epstein like just got a lot of stuff from him and like thongs and stuff. 
No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hook it up, dude. That's you a wrap. Gotta, That's yeah. a wrap on Stanger, everybody. <laughs> um, no, it. But like a freaking house. He became his power of attorney when this guy was like not wow. dying. Like, um, and he gave him his, or he gave him like stuff for like really, really cheap. Like his New York apartment, he got for really, really cheap. His airplane, really, really cheap. So they had the a Lolita Express. Yes. Yes. Wow. And so anyway, they talk about like how in like the late nineties, early two thousands that the Victoria's secret angel became this like icon and women like they stopped, they didn't have any diversity in like, it was just like all of this one body type, one skin color, except for maybe Tyra Banks, like she got in, but they were always like trying to get her to lose weight. So it was just like, I was like, mm. that's like my, that's when I was like becoming an adult woman. Yeah. And so, you know, thinking about like now Victoria's Secret has some models that don't have this like quote unquote, perfect body but we're 20 years out from like when every single one of them was exactly perfect and airbrushed and like they were showing the airbrushing that was going on it was like oh my gosh like they, it was just crazy wow. i think they might still airbrush i don't think they quit doing that but they do that like the um on the on their person or afterwards? I mean, they're they're definitely like Photoshop and all that shit, right? But oh, sorry, yes, Photoshop. What did I say? Airbrush? Yeah, yeah. Air, it's, that's I'm right, sure. though. I mean, that's what that's what it used to be. I think you know. Yeah. So Before, it was like, just Adobe like Adobe got really got a foothold. They're like, man, who would have thought like all this technology was developed so that fucking you know gross males don't ever have to see cellulite on anybody? <laughs> I know, I know. So I, it, I remember like going to college and like finally like really seeing like some big asses and stuff and like and being like <laughs> wow this is this is where this is me this you is know? where it's at yeah this is where it's at what the fuck is going on like I I kind of broke from society I was like I don't need society telling and this is like you got to realize how fucking cutting edge I was I mean this we're talking. <laughs> 2000, you know, 2000. Yeah, this is when little tiny, teeny tiny little flat booties were right in line with the media, yeah, you know? Yeah, you just watch like these like um, um, catwalk things of like the angels show or whatever, the Victoria's Secret Angels or, and they just had like the little wings and they would like prance around like little ponies on there. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, who's watching this <laughs> shit? <laughs> I did. There was this one teen boy who was probably like 15 or something. And they got him. It's like this old camera footage where he just like turns to the camera and he goes, I don't care about fashion. I wanted to see those girls. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. It's like a he's like a big box computer in front of him. This is like this tiny screen. It's just perfect. I you know, it's You so know fun. that kid's parents had like good snacks around and like it was just, <laughs> it was lawless over there, you know. Yeah. If you had a computer in your room in like nineteen ninety nine, it was lawless. You had like endless, like an endless pantry full of kudos bars and shit where you're just like you can <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Hell yeah. Kudos with the M&Ms, baby. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. 
So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. Uh, great reason to choose Bombas. Another great reason to choose Bombas is that they've designed their socks, shirt, and underwear to be the clothes that you can't wait to put on every day. They're making everything soft, seamless, tagless, giving it a cozy feel, putting a little care wow. and consideration into what they're making, not just half-assing it. That's right. I, like, I, you know, Stanger has been doing this podcast forever. Bombas has, you know, been hooking him up forever. And I finally got in. And I will say this. I'm wearing these socks left and right, day and night. And that's a lot of the time to wear socks. But hey, when they're this comfortable, you really do wear them. You do. And, uh, you know, these other companies for years and years, they got away with the bare minimum. They were giving us, yep. they were selling us crap. We had no choice. We just had to take what they gave us and like it. Yes, yep. please. May I have another of your garbage socks, underwear, and undershirts? Um, because all they had, like, it was just like the they were just recklessly like cutting them out, you know, cutting lazy patterns out of like um, paper and making it with using cheap material with stuff that didn't feel mm -hmm. good. Not Bombas. Bombas brought some engineers in. They're thinking about it. They're wearing the stuff. They're thinking about what's comfortable. They've got socks for everything you do. Come in tons of options. They've got a uh, comfy performance styles that are made with sweat wicking yarns, which means that your That's feet. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, your feet are going to stay cool while the rest of you works up a sweat. You don't want like you don't want to be relaxing watching a show and have your feet sweat for no reason. <laughs> no, right? that's nobody wants. I mean, maybe someone wants that. I can't say nobody, but not. I I'm down with with sweat wicking. They're, yeah, they're um, in the minority if they want that. Most people, <laughs> most people want the uh, the cool sweat wicking yarn. Most, yeah, most hit us up if you're not one of those people. Um, also, their t-shirts, their t-shirts are actually like they have like invisible seams. Is that a thing? And like soft, like the fabric is actually soft and they hang in a way that feels like you're not wearing like just a boxy t-shirt from like your high school band class. It's like actual, like fits you and like you could maybe wear it out on a date. Yeah. And I'll also say not too tight either. It's, it's, yeah. we're in a Goldilocks situation with these shirts because you don't want them like gripping your midsection too much. And then you're driving your car and you're, you're like going over some speed bumps and then you feel like a little jiggly and the, the shirts gripping that midsection in the wrong way. Never the case with Bombas. They've got underwear so breathable and fit so well that it's feeling like you're wearing nothing at all in a good way. Um, nice. Yeah. You're not constricted by your, your undies. You're, yeah. you're living your life and you're supported, but you're not feeling like they're running your life. That's a good way to put it, Stanger. Okay. And Stanger, did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? I didn't know that. Okay. Well, that's why Bombas donates one for every item you you buy. So, so far, Bombas customers like you have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com slash dumbbells and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells for 20% off. Bombas.com slash dumbbells. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes, if you're going through something, 
you can kind of get stuck in, in what it is that you're going through and, uh, start losing, stop and start losing sight on what you would need to do to get through it. If that makes sense. Like to give you an example, we were having some, you know, we were, we got really busy as a family and, Mm -hmm. uh, I always felt like we were kind of jumping from one thing to the next. And I would think like, Oh, we just got to get, we just got to get through Christmas and we just got to get through Christmas. And then, and then Christmas would be done and be like, all right, now we just got to get through new year and then the winter break and then get the kid back in school. And then we do this. And then, and I don't have enough time for this, but we just get through this and get through this and get through that. And like, I would only think about like that stuff as opposed to like any kind of enjoyment in my life. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I started thinking like, wait a minute, what this is right now is my life. It's like, what am I, yeah. you know, it wasn't like everything got better when I got quote unquote, got through Christmas. Um, <laughs> and then things like, you know, opened up for me. So I was so focused on, you know, what it was that was stressing me, um, as opposed to how I can maybe like remedy that stress. And so yeah. working with a therapist, you know, you kind of, I, I get, was able to gain some valuable perspective on that. And then also she gave me some tools as to how I might, you know, be a little bit more present in my life instead of just saying like, I need to get present in my life. Um, you know, got right. more solution oriented as opposed to just like, what's the issue I'm having, um, and zero in and on that. And so that's why, you know, using a company like BetterHelp uh, could be valuable for somebody because maybe you don't have time to, uh, to interview different therapists or drive around right. and find the right one or whatever it is. I don't know. Well, whatever, if you have thought about therapy, if that is something that you have like, well, maybe another time, like BetterHelp is truly a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's entirely online, which, you know, not a lot of great things came out of the pandemic, but I will say I'm very comfortable with Zoom therapy now and, or not even, I guess it's not Zoom, but just therapy online. It, I thought it would be weird at the beginning. And now I'm like, I'll never drive an hour to, to talk for an hour and then drive home. It really has been, you know, I can do a lot more with my day and I can sit and cry for that hour after if I need to. No, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it opens up a lot. It's really simple. You get matched with the therapist after filling out a brief survey. So they kind of know what you're looking for and what you need. So they're going to get you with the right person. Um, and you can easily switch a therapist at any time for no additional charge. Uh, another great feature they have. It's all online. You can see them if you want to, or you can do it just with voices. You don't have to look at anybody or have them look at you if you don't want to. So uh, yeah. you're w- w- whatever you want. They got you covered. Okay, you guys. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash dumbbells today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. And now back to the episode. Yeah. So let's talk about hustle. So, uh, why'd you pick it? It's an, well, I mean, it's I, an obvious, it's an obvious choice for a sports movie. I mean, there's good workout stuff in there. So that aside, but was it just well, something that's the whole reason Stanger? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just something contemporary that you had seen that was on your mind that, well, when, when we watched it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this has actual like workout scenes in it. Yeah. And it was enough that I was like, we should do this on the dumbbells. This is like a ton of working out. 
It was so, you know, I think that's why, and it was fun and it's basketball. I love basketball Mm -hmm. and it had actual like basketball players and you could tell it was like actual, actual basketball stuff was happening and it was fun. Yeah, I agree with all that. I really enjoyed the movie. I I'd been meaning to see it. Like I know that it got good reviews and I want, and I love Adam Sandler and pretty much anything he does. And so I was excited to see the movie anyway. And so um, you know, for some reason, I just, it's hard for me just to get on Netflix and watch stuff on Netflix. I feel like they really, yeah, I don't know why I just don't, I, I is, just, do you have to like, no, is, no, it's the get, same like, the as DVDs. To no, your yeah. I still get the DVDs mailed to me. And so that's a whole thing that I got to, <laughs> you know, go through, especially when you're watching series and stuff. Um, yeah, you got to wait for the next. No, series. I just, I think that they just have fallen off in their programming, you know, like I think that they. Oh my but God. The, I mean, I'm, I, I guess I'm watching like love is blind and Indian matchmaker. And that's like my, like, that's no, my I think, I think that they're, place. they're very popular. I know they're having some financial trouble because they just spend so much on their yeah. content. Um, that in their like subscription model, like doesn't support it. It's like you guys, <laughs> there's not an unlimited supply of people that will subscribe to this. At a certain point you do have to, you know, adjust. Yeah. A, it's like with like Starbucks, it's like, you can't just keep, you know, I just re- always remember like an onion headline where there's like a uh, Starbucks opens in bathroom of Starbucks or something like that. Where you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get like on paper, yeah. like you're trying to hit some level of growth and it just all kind of keeps sorting itself out for a while. But at a, at a certain point you're going to have to, you know, pay the pipe Call a little it. bit. Yeah. Um, but, um, but so I feel like, and then I also, I like to find, you know, movies, and they just don't seem to have very many, they have their movies that they make, but they don't seem to have a rich catalog anymore of like, Oh cool. I remember this movie or I always wanted to see this. Um, yeah. so if, like if it's some event thing, like we'll go on there or if everybody's talking about something, we'll go on there, uh, and watch it. But uh, I'm not, I'm not like on Netflix, just kind of seeing what I can find. Like I am some of the other streamers. Um, but that being said, I had heard about this one and I was excited to see it and I did really enjoy it. Um, and I, I'm with you, like the, all the stuff. So they, it's not made up sports teams. They use the NBA for anybody yeah. that hasn't seen it. Um, and it made me kind of want to get back into the NBA more. I used to be like a fanatic and watch all kinds of, all kinds of basketball. I'd follow the, um, the preseason, the off season, because basketball is really exciting with like all the trades and drama that happen. Yeah. Um, they have an almost, do you, do you follow NBA? I used to, I had a yeah. similar feeling of like, Oh, I, I should get back in here. It, like even though the, the combine stuff was like fun to watch. So I'm curious about that too, because I'm wondering how much of that was juiced up for the movie. Well, I, wa- I watched this, um, this little like YouTube clip about like how they made like the uh, movie look like real and like how they like made the basketball stuff. But one of the guys was like, this is like a pretty much an exact replica of the combine. This oh, cool. is, this is pretty much like what it looks like, whether or not um, there is like more to it probably, but it was, uh, it was that he's one of the basketball guys. I can't remember. He, but he's in the movie. He's like one of, uh, he's the friend of Adam Sandler that, 
that he like that he hurt like in the oh oh yeah yeah him? Kenny Smith he plays Kenny Smith I, okay. yeah Leon so, in the movie. Kenny Smith was like the one that was like, this is what the combine looks like. And uh, he was like, we had like actual uh, like coaches, actual scouts in the audience of the film too. And even the 76ers like locker room, they were like, this is exactly what it looks like. Stuff like that. So it was pretty fun. That's cool. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Kenny Smith fan just because I love the Sacramento Kings when I lived in Sacramento and they were a horrible team, but I would go to all their games all the time and, had yeah. post, posters of them and all this stuff like like Mitch Richmond and uh, Wayman Tisdale. I mean, they eventually had, you know, they eventually got some good t- talent in there, but there was a stretch there where the, he really had to live in Sacramento to love them going to the Arco arena. Yeah. I Mitch remember- Richmond. <laughs> I remember that that was like, not the, like I remember because I was a Portland Trailblazers or Seattle Sonics. We kind of floated between the two in our family. And it was like, we knew the Sacramento Kings were not good. Yeah. It's like, we knew that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're Sacramento Kings. Mitch Richmond. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, and you go hey, like, that's okay. Yeah. And if they win, like sometimes you get like a Carl's junior hamburger. Like if you brought your ticket stub and I was like, hell I, yeah, I don't think I ever got to cash that in. <laughs> your parents had like stacks of burgers. Hell yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, and it, I, he's really good in the movie, like a good actor. Um, yeah. yeah, so there is, there's like a combine in the NFL, um, that is televised and it's similar to where yeah. they're like, you know, measuring hands and you know, all that fucking wingspan and wingspan and yeah. And, uh, all these different events. Um, so, Oh, what else did I want to say too, is in the kind of general thoughts category, um, in the look of it. Oh yeah. So the NBA, like it all, I'm with you. Like it all felt very real. I thought the basketball looked cool. Um, I like that they had actual pros playing themselves and then mm-hmm. they had Anthony Edwards play, uh, Kermit, you know, and he, so yeah. he's, he's another like NBA guy. Um, and he was really good in it too, as the villain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he was a great villain. So fucking mad. Yeah. Um, I wanted him to, I want, I wished he wasn't a basketball player. Like I was like, I wish he was just an actor that I could now hate, but he's just as a basketball player who's doing a good job. I can't be mad at no, he a basketball player doing a good job at, a, at acting. It's what the movie needed. Yeah. Um, that's funny. So yeah. So definitely made me want to kind of get back in the NBA and follow things more closely. The, the NBA is, is cool. They do a lot of things, right? Um, they're pretty progressive in their politics in a good way. Um, there's a lot less shame than there is in like the end and at the NFL, you know, there's so much yeah. like, there's so much embarrassing things about the, aside from CTE yeah. and concussions and all that shit. Right. Just, I, aside just like, from that, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of other probably just like, we yeah. refuse to change our name. You know, it's like, really? God, I know, I know. <laughs> it's a little, well, oh, your name is a literal slur. You won't change the name. Nope. The good people of this state. And like, nobody gives a fuck or wants the name. Um, they don't want to pay the money to rebrand everything. And that's a big problem. I guess. I don't know. Huge. Uh, um, but no, I like I this year we got like Hulu live so that we could watch some basketball games uh-huh. at home. And I was like, oh, I missed this. Like just live TV, live, like watching 
basketball sports. with people at our house. Like it was fun. And I, I love that with basketball. I can't do that. I have to be in the arena for baseball. I can't watch baseball at home. I won't. And then basketball is the only one I can sit at home and just get just as excited as I was in the, you know, arena. Yeah. Basketball is a great spectator sport. Um, and it's really personal and intimate because you can just see the players. You just see their faces yeah. and that like helps, you know, and then, the, you know, 10 guys on the court, uh, easy to follow, uh, and get like swept up in the drama. And then also there's just so many, I love just expounding on the virtues of basketball. <laughs> why is, why is basketball cool, Stanger? <laughs> but One I was just guy gonna, tells you to open up, and here we go. <laughs> uh, I just like I just like all the the point change or the lead changes. It's just really you know. Yeah, it's more exciting, it's thrilling. Um, so this, so let's get into the movie. So uh, good cast, really good Great, acting yeah. in it. Yeah, it, it the movie at times infuriated me. It's one of those kinds of movies where you just get so fucking mad. Um, mm-hmm. Ben Foster playing like the owner, the owner's son. I can't remember what his name was. Yeah, but it's he's the a Philadelphia, the Philadelphia 76ers and uh, and uh, Adam Sandler's playing Stanley Sugarman, who is a scout for the Sixers and a former player and a longtime loyal employee of the Sixers. And they're their standing kind of owners played by Robert Duvall and he needs to get off the road. He's been on, you know, been yeah, on the his road. His wife, Queen Latifah is upset. Yes. He is always gone. Been, been an absentee father. Um, not in his daughter's life as much as he'd like to be, but he all, he, yep. he seems to be a good dad and a good husband and they all he have does, a good relationship yeah. and they're just ready for him to move on to that next phase. And he is like, does have a great basketball sense. And Duvall tells him you're, you know, he gives him a, an assistant coaching job, which is kind of like his dream. Um, literally the night that he gives him that job, he, the, the owner Duvall dies and his son played very well by Ben Foster sit, slips into the position and you can already feel that there's some animosity and between he and, um, and Stanley Sugarman Sandler's character. So he slips into the role and then takes it away immediately from Sandler and sends him back out on the road. And he's kind of tasked with like, look, you have to find, you know, the perfect player. He says like the missing piece of the puzzle. And then we'll, we'll bring you back in and put you on the bench or whatever, or behind the bench, whatever their terminology for being a coach is. And so he kind of has to go out and he, his specialty is going like international and finding these like really obscure players that nobody knows about. Um, And so he just has to go out there and start pounding the pavement and find this, you know, this, this special guy. And, uh, and then boy, does he, yeah, it happens for him in Spain. And that's when we meet the, um, the Bo Cruz character who's playing. Have you ever been to Spain? I've never been. I'd really like to go. My parents went yeah, me too. and raved about it. They went to like Sevilla. They really liked and Barcelona, all the normal spots, but they really liked Sevilla, I think. Yeah. Um, no, I've only, the only p- place in Europe I've been to is Ireland. I shot a movie there. A sh- oh, a sh- humble brag. <clears throat> a short film. <laughs> I think it was just a brag. Oh yeah. Actually, oh no, no, yeah, no, no. Right. It was a humble brag. The only place I've been is oh, to the Ireland. The only place I've yeah. ever been is Ireland where I shot a to movie. Shoot a movie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I have also only been to Ireland, but just for a vacation, no movies were made. What? When did you go? I went in 2019. Wow. Vacation. What made you just pick a, Ireland? What? what made you pick Ireland? Oh, uh, they were having a really cheap deal on travel zoo. <laughs> Seriously? So, yeah. So me and my friend, Melissa, we went and it was great. We were gone like uh, like eight eight or nine days with tr- like flights and stuff. And hey, what part was... of Ireland did you go to? You know, <laughs> is that is, is that your uh, is that your little what you did in that little short film? No, I was I was American in it. There's no fucking way they'd let me uh, try to <laughs> do a freaking Irish accent. They were like it was all Irish people there, and they were on the movie, and they were like talking about how like Americans can never do. Irish, right? I mean, there's, a, really there's can. a thousand different dialects there to, to do. Cause like each yeah. little like region has a different way they talk. Um, I, I really have never, I, you know, I've red hair and blue eyes, fair skin and freckles and every other country I've ever been to that has been interesting to people mm-hmm. native to that land. When I went to Ireland, I have never been ignored more cared less about. And it was like, Honestly, the best feeling ever. Like it was so nice. And like Melissa, Melissa is like half, like her father is Honduran and her mother is, uh, you know, a lady from Florida. And so she, but everyone over there was like, who is this? Like, talk to me, you uh, wonderful woman. Like it was like, and I was like taking pictures in the back, like, (laughs) and it was wonderful. So, um, I want to go back. Are you Irish? Do you know? I I don't know. I haven't done the research. But McGowan I, is I, a Scottish, maybe right or something. I don't yeah, know. M- McGowan. I, it's Irish or Scottish or something from over there. But Michael was it. the boy for a fight any time of the day or the night. Michael was the boy for a fight. <laughs> time. They say like time in an interesting way. Is something I noticed. <laughs> time. 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 Toim. We went to, you want to know? Dublin. Dublin. We went to Kilkenny. Yeah. Heard of it? Yeah. We went to Limerick. Mm-hmm. Cute. Uh, we went to, I found our itinerary. That's the only reason I can remember. Oh, we went to the Cliffs of Moher. Sligo. You heard of Sligo? No. Okay. But I like the way um, it sounds. I think that was one other little place, but I can't find it. But it was like, you know, you just drove around. And we also drove there. And I, it was crazy. Did you drive when you were there on the no, other side? No, no. I just was. Were you driven around because yeah. you were doing a short film? Yeah, but I did some public transportation stuff that was really cool. Like I was in Dublin a lot. Oh, that's du- fun. Dublin a lot. And uh, I love that they would, uh, they had like really good tea there. They're doing tea for everything. And then it mm-hmm. would be, you know, we'd be on this movie and it would be like fucking f- four in the morning. And so I'd have my tea and they're like, how about a biscuit? And I'd be like, oh, nah. You're not going to have a biscuit with your tea? Are you mad? Are you mad? You're not going to have a biscuit? And it wasn't like a little, like, like a little, it was like a fucking chocolate sandwich cookie or something. I'm like, no, I don't gonna It's fucking four in the morning for Christ's sake. Are you mad? Uh, I do remember like, like trying desperately to find like broccoli or 
just anything green. I ordered at a restaurant. They had like a side of kale. And I was like, can I have that? And the lady was like, I don't know if we have that, but I'll <laughs> check. And so she checked and they did have it. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yes. And she brought it to me and it was like in a bowl of butter. Like standing butter. Oh my God. It was so, I was like, oh my God. So I ended up buying a head of broccoli at a grocery store. Yeah. And just you go to a grocery store. Me. Yeah. I would, uh, it was crazy. Yeah. I was staying at like kind of like an Airbnb type thing. Um, and so I just went to like a grocery store. But yeah, it is, you know, you, the cuisine, you know, they're, they're not, they're not doing like, you can't just get like a giant salad somewhere. They're just they're, absolutely not. Or at least you I cannot. couldn't, I couldn't find anywhere where you could. What else? I couldn't oh, either. It was crazy. I did love, I was, uh, one of my scene partners that was in this thing with me, I was talking to her, um, she's about probably about your age. And, uh, and I was asking her about, cause right at that time, Conor McGregor was really popular. Um, still is, but like was winning all the time, but he gotten in trouble because he, uh, smashed up, uh, like somebody's bus, like their tour bus or something. And so I said, what do you think about your boy, Conor McGregor, getting all this trouble? And she said, ah, nah, it's just a couple of odds having some food, you know? <laughs> having some food. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, just like, not deterred. Not, not yeah. Deterred. Like, ah, nah, it's just a couple of odds having some food. And I was like, yeah, it kind of seems like that's, that's what it was. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Are you not going to have a biscuit? Are you mad? Uh, I do. I do hope to go to Spain someday, but it is not. It's not on the list yet. Cool. Uh, so he's in Spain. <laughs> he's in Spain. Adam Sandler goes to Spain. Finds and this guy. Yeah. And so this guy's, this is where we first meet Bo and uh, Aaron's right. He's a total hunk. Um, he's so like, he's like hot. And I hate even saying that. Why? I think it's cause he's moody. I think that's what makes him hot to me instead of like, he's not, He's just like mad and he's got to take care of his kid and it's, his mom. It's a, it's a good performance, a good understated performance. He's not trying too hard and yeah. um, he's not a try hard. Um, not just a try hard. as an actor and as a character, I think. Um, and that's, that's compelling. What'd you think of Sandler in this? I thought he did really good. Yeah. He's a good actor. I, I wondered if I would, love or hate the pairing of him and queen Latifah. And I actually loved it. And I was like surprised at how well they worked together. It felt like a lived in marriage and they seem to have yeah. some history and I liked their daughter. Uh, so queen Latifah's Teresa and their daughter, Alex, the actor that played her was really good. Yeah. Um, and it, it felt like a, it felt like a real family to me, um, yeah. which, you know, can sometimes, especially now, like in these movies where it's maybe added in like, Oh, this guy has to have a family that's, you know, pulling him away from the road or whatever. It can feel forced or whatever, but this all felt pretty authentic and lived yeah, in. Yeah. It was legit. really good. And it's based in Philly. I love the way Philly looks and like all the 76 er stuff. Like I, mean, I don't yeah. really care about that team, but it looked, it just felt right for the movie. It all looked right and felt right. Yeah. And, uh, and so I guess we can talk about some of the basketball stuff. So some of the training is really interesting. So he gets him, he gets him to the States and they, they basically have a month um, without going into every detail of the plot. He has like about six weeks or a month to train him for this pro combine. And yeah. 
He hasn't been playing any kind of organized basketball. And so he's in shape, obviously, from just playing street ball, but he's got to get him in like, you know, like real like shape. Basketball shape. Right. Yeah. And so they got him doing elevation stuff. He's running the hill. And then um, yep. a lot of the stuff that they had him do on the court was really cool. I wonder how much of that was, you know, I mean, was, they're obviously picking stuff that looks cinematic, but the thing that yeah. really jumped out at me was he was doing the battle ropes with one arm and, yes, then, and, and then dribbling, dribbling the ball with the with other. The, <laughs> yes, so cool. I, I wonder, I, cause like, cause on Wednesdays I do battle ropes for just like, it's not even that much. And they're so hard. And then I was just like thinking, I was like rewatching some of these scenes to make sure I could remember uh, everything. And it was, I was like, oh my gosh, that is that he makes it look easy. And that has to be so insanely hard. Totally. I, I had this guy, I was training for a while who um, was a professional hockey player. I think his name was Brant Myers or something along those lines. Brant. What's his name? Canadian guy. And he was an enforcer, like one of the old enforcer positions that kind of went away from that in hockey, but he could skate. Um, Mm -hmm. And so he would always want to train on his like wind and like, you know, being able to, you know, fight and box and stuff on the, Mm -hmm. on the skates. And so I would hold mitts for him and I was like, we got to do it on skates. And so like, I would have him, you know, I would hold mitts for him like on skates and I had to wear skates and we'd go to like ice where we could do it. And then oh I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. And I was also trying to figure out a way we could do it with, um, with, like to kind of mimic what it's like for him, you know, playing hockey. Cause they're always grabbing each other's sweater and then they're like, you know, boxing. Yeah. And so like, I would have like a towel and like hold the towel. And then, so then we'd have them like skate a bunch of like skate, like a bunch of sprints, like, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for time. And then I would like wobble out there on my skates and hold the <laughs> towel. And then you'd have to, as like many times as he could, you know, hit the mitt while he was holding the towel, you know, so he's like gripping in one hand on his skates and then like punch, 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 like while he has no wind and then back to skate, 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 skate back. Cause we were just trying to like up his VO two max in a really like sports specific way. And so it was wow. fun to kind of try to figure out like how he could like approximate what he would be experiencing on the ice, um, you know, in his training. Like I said, that's you know, I don't so know. cool. Yeah. It was really fun. Who knows? If I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, I could never, uh, I don't, I mean, I guess you, I could, yeah, I you could, could. You I can skate crazy? a little bit, but like the thought of like having to like skate out and then like also hold steady while someone, if I, 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 if I could do it, you could fucking do it. Believe me. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Sounds cool to me. If Stanger can do it, I can fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, cause you ice, he, ice skated before, right? I mean, yeah, I've gone like 10 times in 38 years. Yeah. (laughs) So probably more than me. (laughs) Um, But he, he drives behind him to -hmm. make him run faster. And I was like, I guess like I would like someone to do that to me is what I don't think I want to do that to someone. I want to be scared. I'd run him over. Yeah, that's too much stress, but I would like, like, it always helps me run faster when I have like someone I don't want to get like past me, then I can run way faster than if I'm just running around for fun. Yeah. You need a little bit of that. that. (laughs) I need a little competition, a little edge, a little fear. 
to drive me. And that, you know, this guy's getting faster every day. Uh, how much, so like shit talking, um, is a big part of this movie. It I is, would yeah. say it's like the, you know, the, the, the central conflict of this movie is that he can't handle it when this, this character Kermit, uh, played by Anthony Edwards is shit talking him, yeah. um, talking trash. How much of that factored into your basketball days? <laughs> Were you John at people? I was Tom you know, wagon. I've always been, I've always, my, my trombone teacher taught, taught me that, uh, if you want to say something, you just say something just loud enough for the three people around you to hear it. Mm. And then everyone else will want to know what was going on. Mm. So I think I probably sh- did a lot of shit talk, but kept it, kept it tight. Also, yeah. I was the nerd wearing fucking glasses and a, you know, rope to keep it on my head. So I didn't have a lot of room to make uh, big jokes, but you used a rope. It was like one of those little, little, yeah, it's a tiny yeah. little rope, you know, no, know. go yeah. from side to side. Yeah. I couldn't think of the right word. What's the right word? I think rope is right. They call it a, a goggle, <laughs> a goggle rope, <laughs> little tiny rope croakies. <laughs> That's just another word for Kermit. Uh, did you shit talk when you played uh, D one football or whatever? The f- no, it's just always like just too fucking tired, you know. Too fucking tired for winning. Yeah, I mean, it's just, just like, it's just it, there's just so much other stuff going on. Like, I didn't even have a fucking time to, you know, I like. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of mental shit in football to where you're constantly like watching formations and because you study so much film and so mm-hmm. you're looking for shit too, you know. So it's like I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like looking at like oh, you know. What formation is a defense showing up in, and do I need to make an adjustment, and how's that going to affect what I'm doing? Like, is it change? Like, it changes. You know, you get all these. You have to learn a new package every week for whatever team you're facing, and they fucking they test you on it. And so you've already like you know taken a test. Wow. So like, it's just hard to you know you should talk probably more in practice or during camp. Um, yeah. Against your own players, but in like in a game type situation, it's in my experience is kind of rare. You know. This is so loud. Well, There's so much shit going on. Basketball, though, is so personal. Like, you're yeah, right there yeah. in someone else's face. And I remember, like, when people started doing the... I don't know if you have ever played basketball where people did this, but where you would get the ball and your defender would start going, ball, 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 ball. And it was like, it's supposed to, like, scramble your brain. Except for, I already have a scrambled brain. So when people did the ball thing, it was like, oh, this is fun. I love this. I'm bad at basketball anyway, so you're not going to make me worse. I'm just going to... And now I think you're, like, needy. That's what I... When you say, ball, 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 then you're not that good of a defender you have these mind games you're trying to play with me. So that's, I'm like, I feel like basketball is the prime place for shit talk. It is, I, I think you're right. Um, sometimes when I'm playing, like my, my dog loves to fetch. And so I feel like that's what's in her brain a lot. She's just talking you. No, no, no. What What were you saying when you got the ball? Oh, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like right now it's probably, if we went inside her brain, I'm sure that's what would be going on. <laughs> <That's> there. <what laughs> we, we play fetch with our two dogs and both well, Charlie tries to get both balls in his mouth. 
Oh, that's fun. And so I've tried to, I found this giant ball so he can barely fit them both. And so it's just, you know, it's it's a small side anecdote. It's very cute. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that like jumped out at me that I wanted to talk to you about the, you know, the movie is maddening because I would say it doesn't do anything new in the world of sports movies. It's kind of like you've seen a movie like this before and you like it, yeah. you want it, you're ready to go on the ride. It's going to take you on, but yeah. there, it, there is like a third act that is a little surprising to where, um, it really builds towards this, uh, to the combine game and then it doesn't go well. And I was almost, yeah. it was almost too much for me. I was like, do I have to fucking turn this off and take a break because I can't handle you're how, too emotionally yeah, devastated. Yeah. How bad it's going for Bo Cruz right now. Um, but it gives you like that extra, that like that last little extra thing, which kind of makes, you know, the movie unique and you get a little bit of the drama at the airport and all this stuff. And I think it kind of, serves their relationship. They get to kind of further their relationship a little bit. Um, and so it ultimately like works. And I think it's kind of what makes the movie special, but it was, it did feel like overkill to me where I was like, God, we, I, how Can much we just let him win. Yeah. Just, just fuck let him win. I know. But I, I think when that happened, I checked how much longer was in the movie. That's like, I'm like, okay, when I feel like I can't take it anymore, I just, I'm like, how much longer? Okay. Just a little bit. Something is going to happen quick. So <laughs> that was, it does. It's, it follows like the, if you've read or done any like um, movie classes, it really does do like the, the, there's the walls are caving in and you're going to die. And it does it like v- right down to the very last second. Yeah. It's, I feel like everybody now kind of has the manual on the Joseph Campbell, like the hero's journey stuff. And yeah. so you're, you're checking all those boxes, but it, you know, listen, when it works, it works, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I was, I was all in on this and really wanted it all to work out for him. Um, and it does. Uh, yeah. were you, were you satisfied with the end? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. You know, there's always like, you could do this different, but I li- I liked that they weren't together. I liked how it worked out. Felt realistic. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Stanley Sugarman's not going to be an agent, you know, like that's not, he, he needs to coach. And that was yeah, so sweet he was where he's, coach. where he said that, uh, that coaching him was the best month of his life, you know? Yeah. A little Aww. tough for the family, but, um, yeah yeah that was that was a real risk he took um they didn't hear it though you know we got to hear it we the audience got to hear it but they didn't and it had the the woman from saturday night live um playing a small part in there she's like a comedy like uh like uh heidi gardner she played oh, one yeah. of the, the, oh, yeah. Merit. the other the sister yeah she wasn't comedic in it though she was good like she was just yeah, she was great yeah i forgot about that uh good for her keep you get that work heidi you're funny yeah she's really funny but and also i've heard good- she listens to the pod i've heard all the way through <laughs> each one i mean i think it's safe to assume everybody does uh i keep thinking you're wearing a ted lasso hat no i'm not into that uh <laughs> Oh, shots fired. Hell I yeah. I shit about that show. Uh, he's, uh, everybody's nice in it. 
Uh, how about you fucking <laughs> put some jokes in it? Um, <laughs> oh, man. Hey, here's, oh, the, man. here's the thing. We're going to treat everybody nice. Just like, what? Can you fucking make Ted say something funny for once? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going through a divorce in real life and on screen. So that's, or, boy, we, I don't think they were married. He and uh, Olivia. Olivia, yeah, but she left him for friggin' Harry Styles, so I'd be sad too. I listen. I know people are nuts for that show. It feels incredibly light on the comedy to me. Mm. I'm trying to think of well, how but, many, like, how many times I've actually laughed. I watch only watched the first season, um, okay. but it felt like it felt like they definitely. Well, God bless them for not burdening themselves to write any jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! You, I mean, you're you want to be a villain right now? No, like, I, I, I know. Everyone people, is like screaming. People, people love this. Show. Listen, the show's fine. It gets tons of Emmys. Like, it's not like my fucking critique of the show is going to do. Anything. No, but it is uplift. Quote, I'm air quoting. It's uplifting feeling when everyone was like doing the pandemic and on and on, it did feel like a little lighthouse in a dark storm. It doesn't mean it's a funny lighthouse, but it's um, a lot of handsome people in it. A lot of good looking people. So what's not to like? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was always just like, why am I like, why am I watching this? Like, what the fuck is this shit? Oh my God. I mean, this is a hot take. I've never heard this coming from you. Uh, I keep it under wraps, but uh, I've been exposed. Yeah, Look, it's to. out now. It's out now. Yeah. People know my true feelings. Okay. So uh, our criteria, would we recommend this movie and would we do? Uh, so I guess before we get to that, would we do any of the exercises that were presented in this movie? Um, there's the ones that we kind of listed. There's him passing the basketball through somebody rolling a tire, which was kind of cool looking. Really um, cool. There was somebody pushing against him while he was running. Yeah, that, that was, was I, that I would try. There's also like him wearing chains. It was like the rocks little gym. It's like, he's wearing chains and doing pull-ups. Yeah. The chains. I, and I the can't pull-ups. do that. I can't do that. So I think all the stuff I would want to try. I don't know if any of it, I would. Um, it's like a lot of like a lot of parts, you know, you got to have a lot of like, yeah, you have to have a team <laughs> helping, yeah. but yeah. I do love, I do. I am a sucker for in a movie where somebody is being trained and there's a lot of people involved and there's a lot of attention being put yeah. on them. It's, it's, it's cool. Uh, it's very cool. Yes. And satisfying to see. And I like a, a montage where we see somebody improving over time. Yeah. I wish it was all like that, you know, cut to, you know, me like white knuckling <laughs> it through a easy shoulder day. Cut to you white knuckling it through a easy leg day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with someone just with like an, like a, uh, the stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Timing your lunges. Yeah. Yeah. We'll time see. them. Listen, I'll, if you need me fucking stand in there with a, a hoodie and a, like a, a hoodie and a, a hoodie uh, and a bad uh, attitude and a, uh, stopwatch. I'll do it for you, Aaron. Anytime. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, uh and then would we recommend this movie? Uh, I would definitely recommend this movie. It's fun. You could watch it with your family. I don't feel like it was even, there was nothing no. really bad in it. No, they do some, uh, 
some trash, some of the trash talk stuff, depending on how sensitive you are to that, you know, kind of like the trash you, talk, you like your, bullying. you're like your mama type jokes, you know, that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mama. Yeah. Mom's I, a whore. 10 out of 10. Well, maybe I'll say nine out of 10 just to be safe. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there in the, I would say eight out of 10. Nice. Uh, nice. but I would give it a, like a easy recommendation. Even if you're not a basketball fan, I think there's a lot to like in this movie and you don't but have, if we, you're not a basketball fan, I guess you should go listen to like 20 minutes into this podcast again and listen to Stanger talk about why basketball is good. I might win you uh, over. <laughs> He might win you over, even if you've heard it once and you didn't buy in. You go back, you listen again. Wow, Stanger had insight onto basketball. <laughs> you <laughs> score points. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Uh, well, rock and roll. Well, Aaron, um, if people have questions for us, um, send those corrections, comments, concerns. Send us recommendations for mm -hmm. fitness movies. Um, go outside the box, you know, surprise us, dazzle us. We know the obvious ones, but maybe you can We're surprise us. We're not going to do, was it Spaceballs? Is that what it was? <laughs> Did somebody want what us to do? What was that? Yeah, it was Space, that's Spaceballs. It's like the Mel Brooks baseball, movie? right? Oh no, Basketball. Oh, Basketball. <laughs> Sorry, not Spaceballs. <laughs> basketball. I watched it and there's nothing about trading in it. And so suck it. I would do basketball if you want, um, even if they're no. Well, we'll you, we out. already talked about this, and you said nah. So, and it was Jason that recommended it anyway. So what, he can hear this. He was Second. trolling us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you could send it to us. Ask the dumbbells at gmail .com. Ask yes. the dumbbells at gmail .com. Also, any other questions you have for us about health and fitness or episodes you'd like to see us do, you can also reach us on our socials at the dumbbells. Um, say hi to us on Instagram. Let us know what's up. Uh, check in with us over there. Surveys and, and whatnot. Whatnot questions, whatnot info, whatnot. Uh, <laughs> anything else, Aaron? <laughs> no, thanks for listening. Tell a friend, you know? Yeah, rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. And on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the Dumbbells. We'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>